0: This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, if you want to get your hands on some Hey Bartender podcast merchandise, head on over to hey-bartender-podcast.myspotify.com. Get your hands on some groovy Hey Bartender t-shirts and some with just some sarcastic remarks on them. Hey, you know, everybody's got to have a joke. So head on over to hey-bartender-podcast.myspotify.com and get yourself something today. Well, you know, maybe not today because shows about to start. Hey bartender. I got a lover, but it's not what it seems. Oh, hey, my shift's about to start. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to Hey Bartender. I am the dude. I am your bartender for the night. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And what can we do for you tonight? Let's see. Let's talk drink specials. We're going to talk about a shot tonight. This shot comes from a follower on Instagram. You know what? The funny thing about this is I posted this on his Instagram as a joke, but it just kind of blew up. Or the, Well, it didn't blow up, truthfully. But it, uh, all of a sudden, this dude jumped up and said that he had a drink. I posted a picture of Mad Dog 2020 thinking it would be funny to some of you people saying, how come this fine wine is not served in any bars? Now, knowing that Mad Dog 2020 is the common cause of most teenager hangovers, I just thought it would be a funny joke. And it was the same, you know, Mia Torres uh, jumped on there and said she got so sick when she was uh, 18 on that stuff well let's you know well yeah yeah okay well everybody did you know, that in boone's farm and but um one of my followers on instagram snack lord he actually came up and said that they absolutely sell mad dog 2020 grape at his bar the jury room in santa cruz it's a $1 shot he says it's called the trailer trash bag Known as uh, a shot of Great Mad Dog 2020 with a vodka floater. Two bucks, that's what he sells them for. Best, least known deal in town. Well, sorry there, Snack Lord. It's been broadcast on this podcast, and now more people than you thought knew about it before know about it now. And, you know, head over to the jury room in Santa Cruz and give it a shot. Get it from the professional. Don't try to make it at home. You might go blind. They're also the bar uh, that, uh, this is fun fact about his bar. He is also the bar that Edmund Kemper hung out at. The serial co- uh, killer known as the Coed Killer, seen on many documentaries and most recently The Mind Hunter on Netflix. Fun fact! So, you want to hang out where a serial killer used to hang out? Get a trailer trash bag shot from your buddy Snack Lord. Go over to the jury room in Santa Cruz that might be, uh might be a cool thing to do. Why not? Tell him the guy, at Hey, Bar- uh, the dude at Hey Bartender sent you. He might say, Hey, I listened to that show and probably do nothing else, but you know, you're not going to get a free drink out of it probably. Uh, so I don't know if you people follow me on, uh, uh, Facebook that much. I mean, you know, I do have followers on Facebook and I really appreciate you guys. Allowing me to uh, send you goofy memes pretty much every day. And I love getting all your feedback on all that stuff. I love reading them. It really takes up the time. Because I have a real job. I don't do this all the time. I wish I could do this all the time. But uh, I actually have to have a real job in order to support this podcast right now. I'm not saying that just to feel sorry for me. I'm not looking for anything free. I'm not looking for any handouts, but there are people out there who are. And so if you follow my Facebook page, you probably saw that I was in North Carolina recently. And I was, while wandering around North Carolina, I was trying to, you know, talk to other bartenders and promote the podcast. And, and uh, you know, uh, this one bar in particular that I went to is, I think it was called the cowbell, beautiful blonde working behind the bar. I was so stupefied, uh, by her that I forgot to ask her name. And if she happens to be listening to this uh, podcast, thank you so much for your service. You were awesome. And, uh, you know, just for a guy wandering in and out of places all over the, uh, all over North Carolina and Charlotte. But, you know, I was going in and out of bars and there were a lot of really busy bartenders. And so I didn't want to bother them, take up too much of their time and, you know, try to get drink recipes for the show or get information from them or even try to do an interview uh, to do you know, more stuff for the show. So I just pretty much left them alone. But thing that I was kind of uh, fascinated by that I'd forgotten about is... How some people try their hardest to get free stuff, free drinks in a bar, maybe free food, uh, but free stuff in particular. Have you ever tried that? Any of my listeners, have you tried to get free stuff? I'm taking your calls now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not a live show. So, uh, you know, leave a comment at the bottom of this podcast and because free stuff You know, we all try to get free stuff. Free stuff is cool. Free stuff is awesome. We—it's the American way to try to get free stuff for you know, get stuff for nothing. or you know, or at least extra stuff along with the stuff that you just got. Say like you just bought a car, and you know, why don't you wash, wax, do the undercoating, and maybe throw in Sirius XM for a month. And, uh, then we'll, I'll buy it for that price or, you know, Hey, you know what? I just bought $150 worth of stereo cable. I think you should throw in, you know, you know, whatever for free, you know, it's something that plagues the monetary transaction, you know, give me something for nothing or you know, I deserve extra because I spent this much money. And uh, I was in one bar. uh, You know what? I don't think I'm going to say their name because I didn't get permission to talk about them. But I was in this one bar, this group of people, this one guy, life of the party. He was buying drinks for everybody. I mean, this bar was awesome. The music was great. The atmosphere was perfect. And you know, all, you know, the girl comes by with the jello shot in uh, syringes and he'd buy a whole tray from her and give it to all of his friends sitting at the bar, maybe a couple of the girls at the next table. And then at the last second of the night, he gets his bill. He doesn't realize that his bill is well over $650. Yes, that's right. $650. I was sitting that close to figure that out. I didn't partake in any of the jello shots just because I needed to be able to make it back to my hotel. But he started going off. He said, I didn't know I spent that much. Take some of that off. And they're like, I can't just take that off. You know, you actually consumed that stuff. Your friends actually consumed that stuff. You asked me for that stuff. And he goes, well, you know... can I get a free t-shirt or, you know, can, you know, he starts asking for all this stuff. And, uh, I, you know, it reminded me of that scene in, uh, the movie waiting. Sorry, I keep uh, mentioning this movie, but it's a funny mass movie. If you've never seen waiting, go watch it. Some of Ryan Reynolds best and, uh, other than Deadpool. That's his best. But you know, it's like that scene where the redneck orders a steak and, uh, you know, because in orders a double bourbon for himself and a Coke for his wife because it's their anniversary, and when he tips the waiter 50 cents and the waiter just basically throws it back at him saying, you obviously need this more than me, and it insulted him, and he's just, you know, I deserve, you know, like a, a free Sunday, a T-shirt, keychain, and you know it's just i'm i'm insulted so i need to get free stuff and but this guy he just wasn't expecting all of this stuff so um, maybe he came, maybe he was a regular in that bar and he thought he was a big shot so maybe i you know they won't charge me for all of that or maybe he just figured out uh like most rap artists figure out nowadays it costs a lot of money to have an entourage, but. Needless to say, I mean, he started freaking out saying, you know, saying things that he would, he, I want to demand to talk to the manager right now. And because this is bullshit, this shouldn't be this much. Well, you know what, buddy, you really ought to check the prices of the drinks before you start ordering. And you know, what, a lot of bars, you know, regular bars that you go to, they don't have a price list. You just kind of order what you want and just kind of suffer the consequences later. And consequences not just meaning a hangover, but also looking at your credit card statement at the end of the month and thinking, "Oh god, that was that night." Uh but you know, there's a lot of situations in a bar where people demand something for nothing. And it's well, sometimes it's not even a demand. It's a bartering system. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Bartering system. The Most obvious. Yes, I'm going to start here. uh, Because yes, I'm a dude. And this is the bartering system that came up to me most often. Uh, And you know what? I loved it. And, And I think you all know where I'm going with this. When a girl... Comes in late at night and she offers to show her fun bags for a beer. Now, as I would not say no to that because, like Ron White said, you've seen one pair, you want to see the rest of them. So, you know, it'd be old, some old biker chicks, you want to see my titties? And you're like, yeah, I do. All right, roll them back up. But. You know, I'm stealing Ron White's joke. Sorry about that, Ron. But, um, you know, the the girl would come in and offer to show uh, her um, boobs for a drink. Yeah, that's worth it to me because the drink is, uh, like, if all she asked for was a beer, at that time, the beer only cost 250 cents. And uh, if I went to a strip club, it cost me a dollar. And so, you know, I'm, and it didn't cost me anything technically, but so, you know, she just like, here are my boobs. Can, uh, uh, can I get a free drink? Uh, Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, everybody else that's around you are going to remind you of this moment, uh, later on. So be prepared for that. I mean, it happened quite a bit these girls some of them that were that i considered ultra respectable until they got that third long island iced tea in them then all of a sudden they become oh what's what can i compare it to uh oh madonna i guess or brie Olson, you know they just all of a sudden don't mind, you know, at first they come in very nicely dressed conservative. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's 715 Peggy's dancing by herself. That shirt's off coming off tonight. I guarantee it. Ah, oh, great. Now I'm stealing from Foxworthy, but you know, I'll just, I, I do that a lot, but, uh, you know, l- ladies, yeah, you, ha- you have to remember, I mean, guys can't help it. Women have beautiful bodies. Men can't do that in reverse. We can't uh, go walk up to a bartender, hey, can I show you my dingling and uh, get a free drink? No. In fact, that would get us thrown in jail. I mean, because women, when it came to the shape of the human body, women won the raffle and the men got what was left. I mean, right, guys, you go to the gym you know you you get off work you go to the gym for like four hours and then you go eat a high protein diet and you know you can't just say hey i'll show you my abs if you give me a free drink to any woman no woman would do that but a guy if a woman offers to uh, show her body to uh, for a free drink the guy's going to take advantage of that every time why because we're pigs no well yeah yeah we're pigs, but. It's also because women's bodies are beautiful. They have a lot to be admired. But ladies, come on. I mean, you're technically paying uh paying more for uh to show your boobs than a stripper gets paid. And you know, it, is it worth it, really? Is it worth uh showing your boobs? And then going back to that same bar the next night, the week, next week, whatever, because they're going to remember you and uh, go through, Hey, I saw your boobs the other night. (laughs) And yes, like, and then you sit there going, really? Uh, are you sure? Because I don't remember. And then all of a sudden one guy who has a photographic memory says your left one's smaller than your right. And you go, Oh my God. That actually happened. It was hilarious. But, you know, is flashing your skin really a good way to get goods and services? Hell yeah. But to an extent. I mean, I'm not telling women at all whatsoever to whore yourself out for whatever you need. It's, But to a dude like me, it's kind of an unfair advantage. Because I... Uh, You know, women, I've seen it. It was like the, uh, what was that uh, show? The Apprentice. Uh, They had guys against girls. And the girls were able to finish their project way faster and way more profitable than the guys, which caused them to say, okay, we're mixing this all up because, yeah, the women do have an unfair advantage over the guys it's been proven. I you know, you know, just work with me work with me on this. I'm not being sexist and it's just the way it is. Women can uh women have the power especially in the bar. But women don't let the man take advantage of you. I mean, I remember there was a long time ago uh I had this customer who had an incredibly curvy body. I mean, very proportionate and very, very curvy. And yes, I was overly curious in what she looked like naked myself. But I'm just too... I I can't do it. I can't say, hey, you you know, I'll pay your tab tonight if you show me your boobs. I have never been able to be that guy. And, you know, God, I wish I was, you know, many, many times over. But there are these two dudes sitting at the bar, and they offered this woman uh, a free drink. They said, "Hey, we'll we'll buy your beer if you show us your boobs right now." And they and she said, "Uh, no." And you've got to hand it to her. I mean, she had. Oh well. She, she was amazing just because she was able to say no easily, and she refused to. She uh, she stood for herself, and she didn't lower herself, because, you know, technically, since she was drinking uh, uh, an import, technically, she would be showing her boobs uh, for $3. Okay, now, yeah, that's two more dollars, and then she would have gotten at a strip club, but she didn't have to dance. So, but... She stuck to her guns, you know, the guys tried and tried and tried and Lord knows they were most likely very spectacular to look at. I haven't seen her in a long time, so uh, they probably still are, but you know, I'm proud of her, you know, in fact, she was in that whole group of girls where guys were all over them just because they were all really pretty, but they could hold their liquor better than any American male that ever came into my bar. And so they would constantly try to get them drunk so they could get laid, but the guys never got anywhere just because the girls could hold their liquor. And guys would buy them drinks. They'd get all this free stuff, but they never, ever, ever felt the need to, you know, reciprocate uh, in any way, shape, or form. Well, the guy did buy me four beers, so. You know, maybe I'll make out with him a little bit out in the car or something like that. You know what, ladies, good for you. And, you know, it goes both ways. The girls' side of it, you know, a girl offering the bartender uh, a chance to see her fun bags uh, just for a free drink. Yeah, you, you're you're pretty much lowering yourself, you know, uh, for a $3.50 drink to take a look at your, uh, take a look at your cans. I mean, come on. You and, and I mean, the girl that those guys was, uh, were begging to, you know, to buy her drinks, to see her breasts, those were probably worth a car, you know, cause the way she, the way she dressed, uh, very conservative, but she looked great. And yeah, they're huge. Yeah, I'll just come out and say it. But there have been other more tragic ways. I I think tragic is the good way to put it. Uh, but as a way to get a free drink. There was this woman. She came into a bar that I was at one night. My friend Shannon, she was on a podcast with me a while back. And I was just there visiting her, you know, no big deal. And this woman comes in and says, excuse me, but I was raped in your bathroom, uh, last weekend. And I think I deserve a free drink. And, you know, my friend Shannon, she was, uh, she was like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, ask for a free drink you should if you got raped you should probably call the police she no the police said they won't do anything about it i was in this bar i deserve a free drink for my mental anguish now by this time we pretty much figured she was full of shit and that's a very very difficult thing because rape is a very serious serious thing you can't joke about it well, according to George Carlin, you can joke about it. All you have to do is picture Elmer Fudd raping Porky Pig, and then you got to joke about rape. But in this case, you can't joke about it. But you can read into the story. And since she was just asking for a free drink and not going to the cops about it, you know, we started thinking to ourselves, yeah, she wasn't raped. She's just looking for a free drink. And this woman looked like she was pretty plastered to begin with maybe and so shannon in her wise uh decision said no i'm not going to give you a free drink you need to call the cops shannon was trying to be as nice as possible to her until the woman said look i was raped you don't know what it's like what it can do to you and shannon immediately turned and looked at her with probably the meanest eyes i have ever seen her just look at her and go, how do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know I've never been through anything like that? Go away, now. And, you know, toss the girl out on her ear. And, you know, we, we had to talk about that for a little while after that. And, you know, it's just like saying you were raped in a bathroom to get a free drink. Are you kidding me? And so... After uh, her sh- Shannon's shift, we went over to uh, Boston's to visit our friend Barb, and shortly after we came in, that same woman came in and said the exact same thing to Barb. I was raped in your bathroom uh, this last weekend. I demand a free drink. And I turned to my friend Shannon, and I said, wow, that woman had a really busy weekend. And that's me i make it i make jokes uh, when i'm uncomfortable especially in situations like that and yeah 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 it's inappropriate to joke uh, joke about rape let's not let's not you know try to uh sugarcoat it or anything like that but you know a woman claiming that she was raped in two different bars on the same weekend she really really needs to rethink her life and you know, and where she hangs out and, you know, and maybe seek some help, you know, go to a shelter or something like that. And luckily before, uh, she got there, we had already told Barb that story saying that there was a woman, she came in, she said she was raped and, uh, after Barb said, no, you weren't raped in the bar this last weekend. I was here all last weekend, and you weren't here. And she, then the woman left crying, and you know, we uh, Barb gave her the same advice. You should call the cops. You shouldn't come in asking for a free drink. What's wrong with you? And we talked to Barb a little bit afterwards, and Barb's like, wow, that's just, you know, using an excuse like that to get a free drink. and I said, yeah, Shannon, that that should probably make you feel a little used since she used the same excuse on you. But I digress. and you know because you know, things like that can happen at a bar. Everybody out there, I'm not gonna limit this just to women because it can happen to a guy too. You know, take care of yourselves. Look out for yourselves. Go walk out to your car in a group if you have to. Because it happens at clubs all the time. It, hap- it doesn't happen just at your local hole-in-the-wall bar. But this to podcast is about getting free stuff. I'm not going to tell you how to get free stuff from a bartender. Uh, because Well, there are ways. Maybe I'll get into that in a little bit. But... That was one of the goofier excuses for, uh, you know, wanting to get a free drink. And is is it really worth it? Coming up with a sob story like that? Come on. And, uh, I mean, it's just like hitting for the fences. Let's see. I was beat up. No. I was robbed. No, 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 no. I was raped. Okay, yeah, they'll have to believe that. Uh, so, that ought to get me a free Long Island iced tea. Yeah. There's a, there's this other guy, you know, if uh you know, I, I can't I'm not going to mention names or where he worked or anything like that because if his business is still there, he could well, he could probably sue me if he listens to this show. Uh he came into the bar. Now, I am going to admit right now that I'm I was in the wrong but another friend of mine from another bar kind of egged me on so no still my fault I was I had a full bar and just for giggles I don't know why I decided to do it I decided to shoot water out into the group of people uh, right in front of me and I could just I thought it would be funny you know you ever do that with like a garden hose you stick your thumb in front of the nozzle and then you spray a little bit you know you got a high pressure uh, water and it goes a lot farther I did that with the water gun behind the bar this one guy uh, it hit his clothing and he came up to me just spitting fires that was uh, ridiculous I ought to send you my dry cleaning bill and I said for what And he said, you got my shirt wet. And I said, what, really? Where? And by the, because I messed with him just because his shirt was dry by that time. He didn't get that wet. And he starts, you know, spouting off, you know, I'm friends with the manager or the owner of this bar. All I have to do is give him a call. And I said, oh, you know, the manager of this bar. And he goes, yes. And I said, then you know how much he hates name dropping. And that quieted him down a little bit. And I, I said, listen, 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 dude. And even my friend who worked at a different bar said, listen, I kind of told him to do it. You know, just relax. And I said, listen, dude, okay. Here's here's what we're going to do. I'll, uh, I'll take a couple drinks off your tab. That ought to cover the dry cleaning for that shirt that I'm pretty sure you dro- uh, bought at Sears. And then we'll be even, okay? And... Uh, I didn't like this guy's attitude to begin with because he uh, acted like a big shot. I mean, he just, he just owned a salon in the next town over and, you know, he thought he could hit on every girl. Girls would be just, you know, at his feet constantly and, you know, he just tried to act like a big shot and, you know. I had no problem taking, down, taking him down a couple pegs. Just because, you know, I, there was one time where I even made fun of him. You own a hair salon and you're bald? Doesn't that ruin your credibility a little bit? But, you know, you know, think about that uh, sometime when you're looking at your customers. You know, uh, Poke at their insecurities a little bit. Uh, that's always kind of fun. But there have been times where yeah, there are easier ways to uh to get free drinks. Once you walk out on your tab, you get uh you get free drinks no matter what. Of course, you ruin the livelihood of the server that your uh server or bartender that you're hanging out with that night, and you piss them off. But and of course, you know too many people have done that and ruined it for everybody. So whenever you start a tab, you got to leave your credit card at the ta- uh, at the bar. So thank you to whoever started that, but, uh, you know, when you try to think of an excuse to get a free drink, just start rethinking your life. I mean, for Christ's sake, just, you know, you, maybe you need a job. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, you just, don't need that drink. If you can't afford it and you're actually sitting back thinking of ways to get free drinks, it, you really should rethink your life. But bartenders, servers, group with me on this. There, In every bar, it seems like there's that one woman who basically sits at the bar and waits for them to get free drinks. You know, they... Sit at the bar, try to talk to anybody who sits next to them, sits near them, and then you know, sit, say, you know, get into a conversation until the person says, "Hey, let me buy you a drink." And you know, it. Those people to me are annoying. So first of all, you're taking up valuable real estate up at the bar, and just drinking water until somebody buys you that chardonnay that you want. But you know you're taking advantage of people. And I've only seen, uh, women do that. Well, well, no, I saw a guy do it once, but, um, I'm going to start talking about the woman that did it. She was one of those hard luck cases that always tried to take advantage of people and, uh, you know, try to get free drinks try to get money from them try you know have a sob story ready so somebody would feel sorry for and the it was almost an interesting thing to watch because there would be guys that would fall for it every time usually the nice guys yeah the nice guy syndrome thing comes back the nice guys would start talking to her and you know, say hey. You know, why don't you let me buy you a drink? And she'd be like all over that. And then uh, when she's finished with the drink, and she's kind of hinting, saying, you know, waving the glass around, saying that's empty. So you can I get you another drink? You know, it's it. You know, it depended on you know. It depends on the bar and depends on the woman what happens next. Sometimes the woman's just like, okay, I've had my fill. Uh, time to go home. It was nice getting to know you. Hope to see you again sometime. Bye. Other times, women who probably just think a little bit lower of themselves, feel uh, feel the need, the right or whatever to go home with the guy because uh, the guy mentions, hey, you know, I got a 12 pack of Heineken back home. Why don't you come over? That was the case of this woman in the bar that I used to work at. And the one of the really nice guys that used to hang out in the bar, he said all she did was come over and drink all of my beer. That's it that's it. Well I mean we yeah, we talked. But she would finish her Heineken, go over to the refrigerator, open another one, finish that one, go over to the refrigerator, open another one, and then she fell asleep on my couch. And the next morning she asked me if I had money for a cab and I, I was just like, yeah, you got taken advantage of here, buddy. The, but the worst time the, that I saw this woman was she took advantage uh, of an old man. This guy just all of a sudden he was just like, yeah, let me buy you a drink. And all of a sudden, you know, I thought nothing of it. And, All of a sudden, one day, the old man comes in and says, has she been here tonight? And I said, no, not yet. And he's like, well, I'm going to run over to the other bar across the way and visit with Shannon. I'll be back. And I said, cool. And she came in and she asked, have you seen him wandering around? And I said, yeah, but uh, he left. And, And she goes, damn it. He said he was going to pay my rent this month, and I was like, "Oh, okay, um, yeah." Haven't seen him because you know, the woman had a job, I think. I don't know. Uh, and uh, later, and then she left, and then later on, he comes back in. He he's like, "I'm hiding from her now. You know, I was nice to her for a couple weeks. Now she expects me to pay for her rent." expects me to pay for her groceries expects me to pay for all you know all this stuff and you know I barely know this woman I was nice to her for a week or two and now she expects all this stuff no no thank you and I was just like you know what man you know whatever help you need just let me know but you know as I like to do on this podcast I like to keep things even and you know, they're was a dude that uh, took advantage of a lot of people. And, you know, it was in small doses so people wouldn't notice that they were getting taken advantage of. It was actually kind of an art form. And, you know, he would come in to the bar uh, penniless because, well, truth being told, he had a hard time holding down any kind of job. He's just one of those guys where he felt like that after working for a month or so, he felt like the company owed him something, and so he would just quit. Is oh, it was bullshit, and you know it was you know just I uh, it was a bullshit job anyway. So I didn't need it, so I just left. Okay, a little side note to you people that think like that: have a backup plan before you just get up and quit. The otherwise, you're just going to find out you're broke all the time. But Getting back to the story, uh, it was kind of funny because he would just hang out in the bar, which there's no crime in that. Just hanging out and, you know, just talking with people. Be social. And But eventually, you know, people would start, uh, you know, buying him drinks just because he's hanging out or, you know he would have a lot of sob stories on about his life, mostly, you know, about work, this, you know, the, this bullshit that happened when I was a kid, this bullshit happened at work, this bullshit happened at this job. And I think it was a lot of sympathy buys is how he was able to get free drinks all the time. And, you know, I, I, was slowly losing respect for the guy. Well, actually I'm not sure I had respect for him in the beginning, but I was slowly re- losing respect for the guy just because he got to the point where he would never have money and just kind of just hang around and wait for somebody to buy him a drink until then just drink water or Coke, whatever he could get for free from the bartender. Cause honestly, bartenders, when somebody asked for water, or Coke, water, well, we give away free anyway, but Coke, come on, the Coke, uh, the soda companies out there—they basically pay the bar to carry their product, so you know, just give that shit away. And and uh, I mean, I'm mostly talking to the strip clubs where I decided to want all I wanted was Coca-Cola, because uh, I was uh, I wanted to give money to the strippers so they could go to nursing school or, uh. be a kindergarten teacher, whatever they said. But, you know, charging $5 for a Coke, come on. Uh, But, you know, he'd stand there and drink the non-alcoholic beverages, water, Coke, and people would eventually buy him drinks if he hung around them long enough. And there was even a point where he realized hanging around the video poker people, you know, might get him a tip or two if he uh, ran their tickets for him you know just running up to the bar you can keep playing i'll run run this up to the bar once in a while they'd tip him and it it was just weird to watch him do this like art form uh to in order to get free stuff from other people and it was all pretty much on the sympathy card and you know, I couldn't respect the guy for that. I mean, sure, he wasn't a bad guy. Just, he was very manipulative. And sometimes when the bartender can see past that, you know, see see how manipulative somebody is, bartender won't fall for it. Or when they're the type of bartender that is uh, a sucker for hard luck cases they uh they kind of get blinded by it but teach their own you know and you know it's actually really amazing how it all happens i mean the ways to get free drinks in the bar get drunk and i'm guaranteed i guarantee you that you will get free coffee coke or water that that's that's a way to get a free drink in a bar easily is just get blotto and they will try to calm you down with uh you know something non-alcoholic to, or fill your stomach up with something else other than alcohol or be a great customer i i've done it before where this was back in the days before a lot of these restaurants went way corporate even the hole in the walls went way corporate and starting started tracking exactly how much liquor is leaving the bottles. I mean, bartenders, come on, sit there and admit to me that you like those bubble pourers. No, none of you will admit to me that you know you like those bubble pourers. And so you can't give out free drinks. You can't give out a little bit extra special for that uh, one customer that you like. And I mean it completely negates those people that look for that free shot. Say, hey, why don't you put that in a tall glass for me? Now, when people ask for a drink in a tall glass, they automatically think that they're going to get double the alcohol. No, you didn't ask for double the alcohol. So we give you one shot and we're going to fill the rest of that empty space with whatever mixer you asked for. And so they're sitting there going, why is this drink so weak? Because you asked for too much mixer. Get a smaller glass next time if you want to tell it taste the alcohol or ask for a double. And that's another way people try to get free stuff from a bar. But if you want to get a free drink once in a great while, I'm not saying it'll happen every time, anytime, all the time, even some of the time, it just be a great customer and be a, uh, be generous with your time. Be generous with everything. Just because your bartender is your friend. And, you know, the, yeah, they're yeah, they're paid to be nice to you. But uh, if the bartender likes you, when it comes to you, say, your birthday, or they, they're like one time I bought a good friend of mine uh his favorite beer uh i bought it for him uh the bartender uh, me the bartender bought him his favorite bottle of beer in honor of the death of Chet Atkins he is big big Chet Atkins fan and when i heard he passed away that day i said here that one's on me in honor of Chet Atkins and you know cuz he was an awesome customer and he and i were good friends and, you know, it's, you, you don't have, you know, start thinking of excuses to get free drinks. Because that's when the bartender really starts to get sick of you. Uh, I mean, or start making threats to get free drinks. because Yeah, that'll get your ass thrown out. But, yeah, just be a good customer. Be a, you know, familiar face. You know, and don't harass the uh the people that work the work behind the bar and they'll do something nice for you once in a while. And that's that ultimately is the trick. If you want something for nothing, be a good person, then some people won't really care if you, you know, they throw you a drink. Cuz sometimes in some bars that I've worked at, they gave the bartenders like an allowance. Like Here's $20 a night so you you can give uh, free drinks to certain customers. But most bars, if you got a drink for free, that bartender paid for it in one way or another. It came out of their tips, came out of their paycheck. And so don't take advantage of your bartender. Your bartender will take care of you if you take care of them. So anyway, let's go to our musical guest for this episode. Today we will be featuring the song "Moss Eisley Rap Show," brought uh, as done by Word Burglar. You can find these guys on Bandcamp. You can uh, go to that link and find their website. You can find their Facebook page. But let's just cut to the chase. Here is the Moss Eisley Rap Show by Word Burglar.
1: Yeah, it feels good to be back home on Tatooine, hearing the being screamed from the Jawa teams. My rap routine's not your average in the galaxy. Played from Kanata to the baddest of the Jabba fiends. In fact, Max been seen on Kashyyyk and Yavin 3, Cloud City, Canto, Bite, even Saverine. Glad to see so many species here chilling in the cantina. Nivians with Latrillians Spilling in Corellians Fresh off the tarmac Giving you a lot to digest Like the Sarlacc yak face I see you in the back with cat veins Sipping with squid head Don't give him a bad name Like Snaggletooth won't haggle you like Watto Grab a pint of blue milk and get blotto. In the spot with Greedo. I shop a Han Solo. Keep coming back like a so Tano. Live from most sizely, it's the most lively on the microphone. I'll serve you kind, kindly. We're on Live, come and chill with me. And your favorite hive is coming, The most sizely rap show. Yeah, that's so. It's where the liveliest of the live want brats go. I see your drawers who snuck into the back, yo. You're all welcome at the most sizely rap show. Whether you're from Alderaan or a walrus man, Dr. Evazan or a hologram, we're all a fam. Admiral bars at the snack bar with size noodles. Max Rebo and Ewoks eating fried noodles. Somebody wishes you harm through the door. Really pay no attention to that arm on the floor. For sure, Here. Yeah. Try your Tony Vodka. Uh, just think of it as Dubak vodka. Don't mind that alien who looks like Satan. He's just waiting for a bantha to Tashi Station. Oh my, Nadon, I see you getting hammered. Come in from the sand, let my band be you enamored. Smugglers, gamblers, rancor keepers. Please don't drink and drive home in your land speeders. You can't beat the heat, and this beat's even cooking more, trust me these are the rhymes that you're looking for live from most Isley, it's the most lively on the microphone i'll serve you kind kindly we're ability live come and chill with me at your favorite hive is coming billy the most Isley rap show yeah that's so it's where the live is of the live brats go. i see your droids who snuck into the back yo you're all welcome at the most Isley rap show Haters like dozens of Tusken Raiders. I'm bringing the Zuckers, more nuts than trusting Vader. While big pig-headed like Ugnaughts or Gamorreans, metaphors living my pores like Nihilorians. Mandalorian commando, my rapping poems haven't been cloned even by the Kaminoans. Slamming foes with my elegant weapon, fueling so much fire. Best been rapping rebel scum, yucking up a space hooligan. More eyes on me than reese or a boobrian. Blinking your mist like a storm trooper. Jabba no protecting that bib fortuna. Fresh even backpacking on Degoba. No one can tell you what I am, like Yoda. Props to Jam and the Wookiee who owns the bar. And RIP, every room and Owen Yo, didn't B. Arthur used to work here? What's up with that?
0: That was Word Burglar with their Moz Isley rap show. You can find them on bandcamp.com where you can find all the links to their, all their social media and buy their song, you know, that song was kind of cool to me. It kind of brought me back to the intelligence of, uh, now I, I use this word seriously, intelligence of the lyrics that Weird Al Yankovic would come up with along with the fat beats of the Beastie Boys. That's where I kind of see him. Anyway hope you enjoyed that. Uh, oh, last story that I'm going to tell you about that uh people try to get free drinks out of. Now, uh when I when I bartended, it was uh around the time of September 11th. And you know, it uh, it went almost a complete 180 from people just kind of acknowledging the military was there. To appreciating the military for the work that they were doing. And there was one guy who mistakenly decided to take advantage of that. This guy, he came into the bar. At first, he sat there kind of quiet and just drinking his Budweiser. And then he started talking to people saying, that when he was in the Marines during Desert Storm, and then all of a sudden people were walking up to him saying, Thank you for your service. And, you know, I really appreciate what you did uh, for our country. Hey, let me buy you a drink. And all of a sudden he was getting drinks thrown at him right and left. And then I started noticing little discrepancies in his stories. It's like the guy. I didn't understand how he could work for one company during uh, for so long. Uh, he talked about a job that he had, and he worked for a company for so long. And then, all of a sudden, he was in Desert Storm. But then, a little bit later on, he said he wasn't deployed. He worked at an airport nearby or something like that. And I had a little bit of trouble with him. So, oh, just not trouble with him directly, just trouble with his stories and people were walking up to him. Some girls were kind of cozying up to him just because they like military men. You know, so, you know, some women do that and much uh, to his dismay. uh, I was a fan of NCIS at the time. And uh, there was one episode that I remember where uh, at the end of the episode, Abby just all of a sudden turned around and says, hey, Gibbs, happy birthday. And then he reaches into his desk, pulls out a flask, and gives a toast to his uh, Marine buddies saying Semper Fi and takes the shot. And it, the show ended with uh, an appreciation to ever uh, everybody in the armed forces. And I had just found out recently about the Marine's birthday. Because my family, they went to a nearby uh, nearby Indian casino and they saw all of these Marines in full dress. And walking around, shaking hands with each other, saying happy birthday, happy birthday. And my dad mentioned that not one of those Marines had a woman next to him that was lower than a nine. And it just the women were dressed impeccably. Everybody was dressed in dress, saying happy birthday to each other. And so this guy, he was, you know, his stories never made sense. It just, you know, how could you do that and still be in Desert Storm? How, wait, they didn't do that until after that. Huh. So I decided just because I was curious, because I'd never really knew. uh, I asked him, when's the Marines birthday's? And he says, "Oh, the Marine's birthday. Oh man, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's in like September, October, something like that. I got asked to go to one once, but I didn't go because uh, my uh, my commanding officer, you know, offered it to me because I was doing such a good job, and I decided not to go because I didn't feel like I was that was my place. Little did this guy know is." That there were two actual Marines sitting on the other side of the bar listening to him. And I asked him the Marines' birthday on purpose. Well, uh, I asked on purpose because I didn't know. But I walked over to the other guys and I said, Is the Marines' birthday in September or October? And he goes, and one of them goes, No, November 10th. He should know that if he was a Marine. Because they drill that into your head from day one and make you repeat it over and over and over and over. That is the Marine way. I mean, these two guys, friendly as friendly can be. Get them, cup, uh, but you know, you had to watch how much they drank. Otherwise, they start quoting Jack Nicholson from a few good men. But they were really nice guys but they really, really didn't like it that this guy who was obviously full of shit that he was in the military, uh, was, you know, just saying that to get free drinks. Eventually the guy got up and said, all right, what's my tab? And I said, well, uh, you had four drinks, but you only bought one. So two And so he paid his, uh, paid his tab and only tipped me a buck and, uh, he walked outside The other two Marines that were sitting at the other end of the bar followed him out. And I said, guys, uh, you know, don't start a fight or anything because I'll have to call the cops. And they said, we're just going to go have a talk with him. So they went out and I decided to go back behind the bar and ignore everything just in case because I didn't want to have to say, okay, officer, I saw them walk up to him and then i don't know how his head ended up his own ass but you know i didn't think that was physically possible but the two other two marines basically they stood out there and gave him the uh you know i guess they according to other people that did want to go out and look they went out there and basically warned him do not ever come into this bar ever again, saying you're a Marine. In fact, don't ever come into this bar ever again, because if we see you, we will kick your ass. And go, what? Oh, it was a Marine. And they, they said bullshit. You don't even know when the Marine's birthday is. And, you know, I guess there were other things that transpired out of it. But that was his way of trying to get free drinks. It, just taking advantage of other people who... Want to thank the military, and you know that's a good way to thank the military. You see somebody that obviously spent time. I I had a couple guys who admitted to me fully admitted to me that they uh, came in in their uniform on purpose so that people will buy them free drinks. So pff, I don't care. You are actually in the military. You owe, well you probably. Are, uh, deserve a couple. And, uh, some of them actually kind of got mad at me because I didn't automatically offer them free drinks. And I, I said, listen, I'm the bartender. I'm supposed to make money here. And, you know, other people are buying you drinks. What do you need me for? I got to I make money. You guys get drunk. That's the way it works. And, you know, besides I've got a uh, keep an eye on them before they start yelling, you can't handle the truth. Anyway. So, it is last call. Last call for alcohol. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank everybody for making comments on Facebook, uh, making comments on Instagram. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks uh, Thanks for all the good things you're saying. Uh you know, I try to do these uh, podcasts as often as I possibly can, so thank you for listening. If you want to listen to this podcast more often, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. If you want to get some really cool Hey Bartender podcast swag, go to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com and you get yourself some cool t-shirts, uh, get some... You know, other groovy things. I even got this coffee mug now. I didn't know I could get this made personally myself. I guess it's all black. But when you put hot liquid in it, all of a sudden all the black disappears and it says do not disturb. Isn't that cool? Yeah, uh, I guess, you know, if you're one of those people that work in the office and carry around a coffee mug and need your morning coffee, otherwise people will die. You know, that's, you know that'd be kind of fun to ju- uh, just carry around. Besides, good conversation piece. Anyway, I'd like to thank Word Burglar for their song, Moss Isley Rap Show. Remember, you can catch them on bandcamp.com. You can find all where they're playing next and where uh, you can find them on all the social medias. I'd like to thank Snack Lord for uh, telling me that there is a bar out there that serves Mad Dog 2020. Remember to, if you're in his area, um uh, the jury room in Santa Cruz uh try the trailer trash bag the mad dog grape mad dog 2020 with the vodka floater I can't guarantee that uh you'll feel good the next morning but you can actually say you try to mix drink with mad dog 2020 Uh, how many people can say that Uh, but until the next show I'd like to wish you all lots of love lots of sex lots of happiness and don't take any shit from anybody. Good night.
1: Felt so good. I had the blow again. I said, "Hey, what